Hi, and I'm your host, Santa Popcorn. And I'm the Salty co-host. And this, this. the Salty Podcast. Welcome. And welcome, yes. This is where we review movies and recommend them to each other. And we have a little trivia question for movies and stuff at the end. Uh-oh. Before the recommendation. I don't know why I'm explaining this all to you, but I am. Salty so we're going to do the movie first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is our first time, people. Give us a break. Yeah, don't. Yeah, give us a break. Don't hate us. Exactly. Well, you can if you want. Hashtag don't hate. <laughs> Just appreciate. We can't stop you. But... Hey, I rise. I'm so proud of myself. I'm really proud of myself. Um, How's your day going, salty co-hosts? Are you feeling a little salty today? Yeah, are you? No, I'm doing fantastic, actually. No, this is, this is probably even the most painful day, having to figure out how to set everything up. So painful. I have... Hmm. Tons of Did the movie in question a La Bamba trivia? Hmm? No, actually, I like the movie, but that's not... Hmm. That's what we do after the Google Plot Synopsis, which... Well, here's what this Google Plot Synopsis thing is. I would like to Los know. Angeles teenager Richie Valens becomes an overnight rock and roll success in 1958 thanks to a love ballad called Donna that he wrote for his girlfriend whose parents didn't want her to date the Latino boy. <gasps> as his star rises, as his star rises, a balance conflicts with... Je- oh, this isn't the full synopsis. I have to go to... A, what's it? Valens has conflicts with his jealous brother Bob and becomes haunted by recurring nightmare of a plane crash just as he begins his national tour. So there you go. There. By the way, this is going to be a spoiler discussion, but it came out in the 80s, so we have every right to see it. Came out and watched it, and it's your fault. Yeah, exactly. It came out in the 80s, you know? We shouldn't even be watching this stuff because it's at, in the 80s and it's old. We should be watching new stuff. That no one's interested about this movie now. Exactly. Nobody's <laughs> even heard of it. Anyway, what did you think of the movie, Salty Co-host? I liked this movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was entertaining. Way to be salty. <laughs> Wait, did you say you didn't like it? No, I did like it. Oh, I thought you said you didn't. I liked it too. It was super entertaining. Yes. Okay, I got really worried because I really dug this movie. I thought it was really fun, and I and also yeah. the ending was really sad, but it was, oh, it was just yeah. I mean, listen, we're gonna spoil, so don't yell at us, people. All right. Yeah, get ready. Exactly. Oh, the the plane crash with the mother crying. Oh, that was such a sad ending. I really felt. I mean- I would, yeah. I actually had no idea who Richie Valens was, so I wasn't expecting that. I, so here's the thing: I had actually heard of his music before. Hmm. I've like I heard some of his music, and because like so, I think I heard one of his songs on the radio, and then another song on a commercial for like Geico or something like that. And I was just like, oh. This guy sounds familiar. It was just like mm. really cool knowing the artist behind those songs. Yeah, when I heard his name, I thought it was a movie about 
Lionel Richie. Yeah. Which is not Lionel Richie. <laughs> yeah. Is that not his <laughs> whatever? No, no, Lionel Richie's a different person. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just I didn't was I was thinking this was gonna be a really boring time, by the way, it just looked and I'm like sometimes films just look boring because of like I'm not a big fan of like musical biop, yeah, biops and stuff. Like, I don't like Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought that was really bad, and so I, I just think those kinds of like these mu- about these musical artists and stuff in their lives. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they work because again, it's a whole life spam, and I just don't think they capture that whole life, and it's just not entertaining. But I I think this was really good and i think it captured richie valance in a really interesting way yeah relationships and stuff also oh you go first you go first oh sorry i was just gonna add that it was a pretty short time span compared to all the other yeah movies about real people unfortunately two years because of like oh yeah that is unfortunate but i don't know i just was so enthralled by his life and I just had a good time with it overall. I think, I do think the brother was a jerk. The brother was a bit of a jerk. <laughs> I was very interested by his character, even though yeah. I later realized he was, he was like, real. uh, he, he's not a great guy to women. <laughs> Let's just. <laughs> but when he well, won that drawing contest, I thought it was all turning around for him. I know. And he's a really good artist. But I guess he just turned, you don't know. But he's he's a really interesting, I do like aggressive characters in film. And Mm -hmm. I just am really interested in that whole aggressive, like, toxic, yeah, male toxicity. I don't know how to say it. But that's pretty, his character was pretty interesting. I just didn't, I just thought he was a complete jerk. And he was really rude. Oh, definitely. Very rude to his mom. Yeah. After I watched the movie, I had to look up what happened to him. And didn't seem like he really recovered. Yeah. He became like an addict. Yeah, alcoholics don't ever recover, it seems. Well, some do, but not this one. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the music? I thought the music was really fun and really good. I, I want to use some more words. Um, music was pretty nice. I think that's one of the things that made it pretty enjoyable. It was pretty happy. It was also very exciting, too. The energy that the songs had just was bursting with energy, and I thought it was a perfect mix. I do think that the writing felt a little... I don't know what's the word safe, but I mean, it's a musical biop. What, what can you do? Right. Hmm, what do you mean by safe? I don't really understand. Uh, well, you, you saw the social network, right? Yeah. It's the, the, that screenplay. So felt so electrifying, so new, so raw. It felt like it was like hmm. sort of like, you know, doing something. Whereas I feel like with this, I mean, again, it's just a musical biop and it's just like a small kind of movie. So I, I don't expect the screenplay to be like 
bursting with like energy and stuff but i don't know it felt a little too like safe and quiet i wish it had a little bit more of the right like writing because the music did provide energy for the film but if with like without the music and stuff i feel like the writing would have been like i feel like the movie would have just been like more quiet and i mean i don't have a problem with quiet films but i just feel like the writing could have been a little bit more just a little bit some moments i felt like uh, a kid style movie but then again there's some scenes that definitely make it not a kid's movie yeah like the the plot with his brother richie's brother raping his yeah i mean that ain't great that ain't that ain't kids film but i think like when you're a teenager i think it's pretty good because it doesn't Mm. i think films that show too much of that stuff is just really annoying but i feel like this film doesn't do that like doesn't show all that kind of sex and stuff and i think that you know it works you know and i think for the story it's really entertaining it's really good it's yeah i found it very huh shocking that it was actually real you did i i actually did so i understand like abusive relationships and stuff I've never experienced it, but I watched a lot of movies that have had abusive relationships. So maybe I wasn't as shocked as you were, but then again, it was a real story. So it's kind of sad that Richie's brother was like that to his wife. Well, I found it more shocking because it was a culmination of all these other things that seemed improbable, like him being famous in like two years. And then he has like a real life conflict antagonist being his own brother. So yeah. it felt like it was designed and written, but it was actually real. So that's, that's, yeah. I do think it's really sad that his brother ends up being the villain of the villain of the story. And you really can see at the end of the movie, how Richie just wants to get away from him. And I feel like that's the cause. Well, I would say that's part of the cause of why he went on the plane was sort of to get away from him because his brother was acting crazy. (laughs) Do you think that's what it is or no? No, I think that's part of the reason. He just wanted to get to Hollywood. Yeah. He could have brought his like mom there and kept his brother away from them, you know? Mm. I don't know. But he literally had a fear of planes and then he passed away in a plane. Okay. That was that was because he had the nightmare about like the plane jumping on his like getting on his friend and stuff, landing on his friend. And it's just kind of really sad that his end result was a plane crash when uh that was his nightmare. So in that regard, yeah, I do agree. It's just so devastating how he died on a plane and it was his biggest fear. And it was all by the fate of a coin flip. Yeah. What did you think of the acting? I didn't find it particularly bad or good. You just thought it was meh? You thought it was just like... that was my, I feel like 
your feeling of the acting was my feeling of the writing. I just thought it was, you know, average, hmm. right? Yeah. I think the acting from the, pl- the person who plays Richie was really good. He, I think he really embraced the artist. Let me let me find his name. Louis, okay, Lou Diamond Phillips. He did a really good job playing Richie and capturing Richie's persona. I didn't I don't really know who Richie Valance was. Me neither. And or his personality. And I thought it it was captured really nice in this. Also, he never when he rose to fame, you know, most artists do this. They become arrogant with their friends and stuff, but I yes. was never arrogant. Yes, I totally, I agree with that. I was shocked. I thought he was going to become the villain. I know. I thought he was going to become just like arrogant and we just have to go through this whole, because it is kind of generic how the artist becomes arrogant and then he has to go yep. apologize to everybody. And it's like this, it's, it gets annoying, you know? It's that cliche. It, it just feels, it is a, it is a cliche and it just feels like it's a plot hole just to get this story like conflict because you know there has to be conflict then rising action then the resolution and it just feels yeah. like just a wannabe conflict but I like how the brother was the conflict and he sort of had to overcome his mm. which in the end he didn't which is really sad but yeah I just liked how Richie Valance was just a good person throughout What yeah. do you think of like all of his? Um, no, you go first. You go first. Oh, I was just gonna say that most of the feelings and conflicts uh, were contained within his circle of family, instead of Hollywood. Like, oh, I want to be more famous or something like that. It was all he was always thinking about family. Exactly. I loved how close he was to his um, siblings too. That was really sweet. And I mean, his brother and him, I feel feel like the more that Richie got successful, the more the brother got jealous because he couldn't be as successful as Richie. So maybe that's the reason. But yeah. Once again, Richie was caring about his family and it became his brother who was jealous, which is something he had to overcome and he didn't. What do you think of like the race, the racial tension in this film? Or like, how do you think that was handled? Um, I didn't detect anything about that. So, like, what do you think? Like Donna, does, really Donna's parents doesn't want like the Latino, like her today, any Latinos and stuff. Oh yeah, that. How do you think that was all handled? And you, you could see him, like, because Richie can't play because his band won't let him play in, like, the beginning because I think it was, like, the racial stereotypes, but I don't know. Like, not racial stereotypes, but because he was, like, Latino. I don't know. Maybe that's – maybe I'm interpreting that wrong. I think that situation was portrayed pretty realistic. I think that happened a lot back then. Yeah. I thought it was well handled, too. Um, do you have anything else to add? Mm-hmm. No? I've watched it two days ago, 
and I'm thinking of stuff. Hmm. I watched it last night. I have to say, it is just, if you're looking for a fun time, a really fun, nice, sweet time, then this is the film for you. And the if you want like a nice heartbreak yes. ending, then this is a perfect film for you. It's one where you you just go in, you don't expect much, and you end up really liking it a lot. So don't have your hopes up about anything. Just know that you'll be getting something really fun. Yep. I was in a happy mood the whole time. And because of that, it made the ending that much more impactful. Yeah. Um, I don't think... Well, now they can't experience the ending because we spoiled it. Listen, we, we gave the spoiler warning, too. If they, they, they... Yeah. And this came out. So... Well, we're talking to them as if they haven't seen it yet. But whatever. Neither here nor there. Also... <laughs> They could have clicked off, but they didn't, so that's their fault. Exactly. Um, all on you. All on you. Shame on you. Do you have anything else to add or no? You're all fired. Exactly. Uh, no? No. <laughs> I don't think I've got much else to add, but hopefully... This is our first episode, guys, so we're trying to figure out the pace of these episodes and stuff. We want them to be at least, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe 30 minutes. I don't know. But I think... Oh, speaking of pacing, I thought the... The pacing pacing was great in this Huh? Sorry. Yes. That. What, what? I said exactly what you said pretty much. Oh, okay. Sorry. you can continue. (laughs) I thought... Because you reminded me how great the pacing is. The screen... I do think... Okay, I did... mm, say the screenplay didn't do much for me and it, it really didn't but it does give the screenplay i mean it does give the movie a good pace with the quick and the like the editing too was really good as well it gives it this nice mm-hmm. pace and you're entertained throughout the whole movie it, it, it's also really it's, it's really quick but yeah, yeah that's it. um all right now we could wrap it up yeah, do you want to give our ratings? Are we going to do it out of 10 or out of 5? I think we... Um, I'll give it a solid... Well, I'll just do out of 5 and double it. Right? Well, no, 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 no. That's not what out of 10 is. It's, it's literally the same thing. So, like, 1 out of 10 is, like, a half star. 2 out of 10 is a 1 star, you know, etc. Yeah. I give this a solid seven. Seven out of ten. 3.5. Yeah, three point five. That's where I would give it to. Actually, <laughs> I was going to give it a three and a half. <laughs> seven out of ten. Cool. Um, do you want to start? Do you want me to give you your trivia questions? Oh yeah. Well, I'll give you three. We'll do three for each time. All right. So the first one. What American writer and director starred in several iconic European-produced spaghetti westerns? That would be... You know this one. 
<laughs> I get mixed up with the there's a few names. Um I get it mixed up with any of Sony. What's his name? He's also a director. Um too. well that's what it said. <laughs> yeah. He's done Oh, okay. Yeah. What's your answer? Clint Eastwood. Hey! All right. Yes. You got one point. What is the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time? Oh, R-rated. Hmm. I don't know much about R-rated films. Uh, I'll say high-rated or high-grossing. No. Gro- highest grossing, like the most money. Mula. Well, I have to be fair, I have no idea. You want to tell you? Just guess one. Just guess a random movie. Yeah. It's one that came out okay. in the previous five years. In the past five years. Oh, really? Yes. Society. Um, of society, joke. Yay! Congratulations, you get half a point because I had to help you. <laughs> you win with no hints. Nope. You yes. I have no hints at win. all. All right. What Hollywood movie star plays himself in Zombieland? Remember Zombieland two, the the credit scenes. I do not remember the movie. <laughs> I don't even know the actors. Oh, you don't? I know the actress in that movie. Oh. Except Jesse Eisenberg. But... Yeah, because he was in the social network. And Batman v Superman. I'm going to say the cowboy guy. The cowboy guy? No. Bill Murray. Oh, how do you not know the Bill Murray? Okay. Shame on you. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So now... One of us recommends a movie. So I recommended La Bamba because I'm completing this 300 essential Rotten Tomatoes challenge. Um, now it's time for oh. Salty co-host to recommend it. Salty co-host, please reveal your recommendation. My recommendation is a small budget movie that won the Sundance Festival. Oh no. What directed is- by Shane something called primer shane caruth primer holy holy cow i've been wanting to watch that movie okay i'm really excited right now i'm really excited oh good job you know what 77 minutes long 2004 all right if you don't want to be spoiled for primer watch it it's supposed to be cool I don't know. Yeah, watch it with us, and then watch the next episode. Yeah, you can you can follow the pod with us. All right. Do you have anything else to add? Yeah. You do. What else? Nope. Do? Oh, you don't. Okay. No, I don't. Well, this was fun talking to you, people. There it be. See us for next episode, which is next wow. Friday. You better have enjoyed this. Yeah, you better, or else we're we're gonna come for you. We're gonna find you, and we're gonna make you listen to all our episode, all our uncut episodes, Snyder cuts. 
but it's gonna love salty it. podcast cuts. Haha. All right. And 